Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode, the first episode of Bravo by Gaze of 2024. We are back. I hope that you guys had an amazing start to your new year. We were off last week, so there's a lot for us to get into. I am so excited to see what 2024 has to bring us in like the Bravo world. And uh, lucky enough for you guys, right before I started recording this podcast, um, they dropped the Southern, the Summer House Season 8 trailer. So uh, I'm not going to waste any time. Let's just get right into it. All right, guys. So we're already starting 2024 off with a bang, right? We uh, got Salt Lake City. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But first, I want to talk about the Summer House Season 8 trailer that just dropped moments before I got on to record this. You guys are listening to this on Friday. It dropped yesterday, Thursday. And let me tell you, it looks so freaking good. I'm so happy that my favorite people from the Hamptons are back on our TV screens. I've been like patiently waiting for this trailer to drop it's like they kind of like teased it a little bit before christmas and then i was like okay like christmas break new year's maybe we'll get it between christmas and new year's no they but they dropped it today it's all good it's curing my seasonal depression the way that it starts guys with like the end of the summer and it kind of starts off with a little bit of the conversation between carl and Lindsay. And their breakup, and he really says, like, she doesn't, she's going to say she was blindsided, I am going to be painted as the bad guy, really kind of putting it out there that, like, she should have expected, or she should have seen this coming because of the issues that they were probably having in the past year, but she instantly calls her father and says that he wants to call off the wedding and break up. And uh, what an intro. Like, what a beginning to a trailer. Um, we get to meet some newbies. We get Jesse and we get, I believe his name is Wes. But let me double check that because I, yeah, West, like the direction, W-E-S-T. Um, we see that he has a little bit of a thing with Sierra. And I think now in real time, They may be dating. I don't know for sure, but they do post a lot together. We also get to meet Jesse, who seems to give zero fucks that Paige is in a relationship and still is hitting on her. Um, 
And then we have the other full-time cast members that are back. Obviously, Kyle, Amanda, my queen, Paige, Sierra, my other queen. You guys know I love her. Auntie C is what we call her over here at Bravo by Gaze. Um, Obviously, Hub House. Danielle is back. Uh, Gabby Prescott is back. Carl's back. And then the two newbies. So I am excited to see what these guys get into this summer. Obviously, we know a lot's going to happen with Carl and Lindsay. Um, but from what I've heard in like interviews that have been done already about what to expect, um, they all said that it was a really fun summer. So I'm excited to see what we are going to get from them. And also really excited to see like the dramatics. I mean, noticeably missing is Sam, Corey, um, the way that they've done it the past couple of seasons, I don't know if maybe they'll pop in for a visit, kind of like Andrea did last season. Um, I thought that I had seen Sam like filming, so maybe she just does come to visit. I don't know why she isn't back full time. I mean, I've heard rumors, but like I'm not going to put those out there. But um, I'm a little bummed because I really like enjoyed her last season. I felt like she was like a very like fresh person and kind of like younger fun like party girl and like was just like down to have fun um so i'm a little i don't know i don't know what's going on maybe though guys there's some rumors swirling that her and Corey um have broken up since the end of winter house so if that is the case maybe going into summer 2024 we will get single sam summer and she can come back on the next season but with that said, Summer House is premiering on Thursday, February 22nd at 9 p.m. You better believe I will be seated and ready. I uh, can't wait. It's just like it, it like cured my seasonal depression. I am so happy that they are back. You guys know I can't get enough of them. These are my favorite shows. The Summer Houses, the Southern Charms, the Vanderpumps, the Southern Hospitalities, the Winter Houses, like all of those. I love them so much. So I'm excited. Bravo fed us once again, and I could not be happier. I know we should be expecting like maybe Summer House Martha's Vineyard. I don't know if maybe that'll come in the middle of Summer House, like season eight, who's to say, but I know we should be expecting season two of Summer House Martha's Vineyard. So I'm excited for that one as well. Just get ready. There's so much coming up and like, it's just, it's going to be so good. So Now that we got that out of the way, we got some stuff that we got to talk about because I did not get to cover um, Salt Lake City with you guys because I didn't record. So we need to get into it. All right. So we're going to jump right into Salt Lake City. Let's talk about the cinematic experience that we all had two weeks ago. Was it two weeks? No. No. It would have been like a week and a half ago in that season finale of Salt Lake City. The time hops of eight hours before, two hours prior, an hour later. Like the time jumping around was chef's kiss. I'm not going to get into the whole episode. I just wanted to get into like the meat and potatoes, like the good stuff. And that all happened at the end, right? So there was nothing better than the footage that the camera people got of Heather on the beach 
sitting there in her, what do you, like a, is that a caftan? I don't even know what you would call it. Sitting there on the beach waiting because she summoned the ladies to the water so she could deliver them the news of what she had just found out. And I was hooked. I was sitting on the edge of my seat, even though I knew what was going to happen, right? Because so many people have been talking online about what to expect in the finale. And it was either going to be that Monica was behind this troll account or that she was going to say something about her black eye. Little did I know that we were going to get both. So Heather summons the ladies to the beach and she does this monologue of like, Monica isn't who she says she is. The woman that we are here celebrating her birthday for, championing, championing, championing around is someone that you already know. And the person you know her as is dun 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 reality Vontese. Guys, the ladies went wild. They were shocked. They did not know that that was what was going to come out of Heather's mouth. I will say this. It was perfection. The way that the way that it happened at the dinner table and Heather was talking to Monica and like giving it to her. Like she was literally like giving her the business. And she says, you are, and they cut. And then they go to the beach scene. And then they go back to the dinner. Guys, all of the awards, like like Z-Way says. Oscars, Emmys, CFDA Awards, like give them everything. It was the most amazing cinematic experience I ever had. I listened to a podcast earlier where they said that they should get an EGOT, which is Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. I couldn't agree more. Like it was the best season finality in reality TV history. I think that like I have ever seen. So I just like, I could not believe it. So once I knew that it was going to come out that Monica was behind a troll account, I did not know what account she was behind. So when they had said reality Von Teese, I was like, holy shit. Like, I know exactly who that account is. Like, I, uh, I have had my account brought up by gays since November of 2019. And I really got into it in um 2020 so i've been around for a little bit right so i know what's going on in the streets of like the creator world and like the content people so i remember when this page came about and it was messy like messy boots and like i just like was not down with it i'm here to have fun make some memes post some news show you guys some clips and just talk about Bravo. And I don't want to get into the dramatics of like the behind the scenes shit. Like that's just not how I operate. And they were just messy. And I had a feeling that I knew someone that was behind it who I just did not really care for and like didn't want to be associated with. So I instantly blocked that account after they had tagged me in like a few posts. So for it to come back, that Monica was involved in this, I was like, what What the fuck? Like, I had no idea. It's not who I thought was behind it. Now, Monica says that there are probably six people that were involved in this account. Could the person that I thought w- was initially a part of it be a part of it? Sure. But we now see that Monica was a part of it. She, Monica's saying Tanisha was a part of it. Koa, I'm assuming, was a part of it, which was Jen's designer. 
it's just a mess, right? But it shook, like, the reality world, like, a lot, right? So what do you guys think? So I want to know what your opinion is on the reveal of Monica being behind this troll account. One, do you think that she should be back for a second season? Now that it's out there, the ladies know who she is. Maybe she can try and like reconcile with them and like maybe build a different type of relationship and put all of that aside. Or two, do you think she's done? I feel like a lot of people are mixed on like their decision. A lot of people are like, nope, like this is like only something you can do once and like to bring her back, like would she doesn't really deserve it. But for a lot of people, they want to know more of what like the story behind all of it was and see if she can maybe have a relationship with one or two of the ladies. Who's to say? I will say this. I really, you guys know, I have loved Monica, Monica Garcia. I have uh, said nothing but like good things about her being amazing reality TV on this podcast. Um, if she does come back, which I think she deserves a se- a second season, because let's be honest, without her being on this season, what would we have gotten as far as like content? I feel like it could have been a flop. Um, but it's not something I want to see like in the future. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that they, I don't think that people behind troll accounts where like you're being nasty and trying to expose people are people that you should kind of like let infiltrate the group. I feel like, yes, it happened one time. It was like a cool, like gossip girl, pretty little liars, like moment, but it needs to get back to like what the housewives are like originally about. Right. We don't want to see people coming on trying to like take someone down, which I don't think is what Monica was trying to do, but it just came off sneaky that it didn't come out until the end that she was behind the account. I feel like if she was upfront with the ladies in the beginning of the season and said, Hey, just so you're aware, I had this account to take down Jen when I used to work for her because she was rude to employees and this, that, and the other. Maybe it could have gone a little bit differently, but then again, I don't know because they literally were so taken aback that it was her because they all said that they had like woken up in fear of what was going to be said about them by this account because they literally were just like bullying them the entire time. And Monica said it too. She said like, this account was meant to take down Jen and the other ladies just happened to be collateral damage. So it's like, she really didn't even care that they were hurt by any of her actions. I don't know guys, as I'm talking about it, like I'm confused as to whether or not I want her back. I have no idea. And I loved her so much this entire season. I'm just like, It is, and I've listened to, like, other people in the reality TV space talk about this. I've listened to Craig and Austin on Pillows and Beer. I've listened to Paige talk about it. I've listened to Stassi talk about it on a podcast. And they all said it was, like, very scary because you don't know what to expect from someone like that because they're just crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot. So, the entire experience overall, though, I... uh, will tell you, I probably watched the season finale about, at this point, maybe 10 to 15 times, just because it could, it just, it's so good. 
It really is. It's amazing. I mean, we got the first episode of the reunion. Now, the reunion is three parts. The last part is going to be supersized. I listened to Andy on Radio Andy when he had said that they're really going to get into the reality of Antis of it all in episode three because it is the supersized episode. So, they'll be able to get more into the background of that. But season one, I liked it. Like, I mean, they're they're really talking about Monica and, like, her background. And she talks about, like, the divorce from her husband. And they're not solely focusing on Monica. They did talk about, like, Lisa and Meredith and Angie K got in there. But the fighting and, like, the digs and, like, the shit talking was really between, like, the ladies and Monica. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint. I am ready for episode two and three. I even, <laughs> I said this just to be funny, but like, I really wish they would do like a pay-per-view type of thing where they would just give us all three hours uncensored and like, let, let us just watch it all at once. It'll never happen, guys. Don't worry. I'm not putting that out into the universe where we would have to spend money in order to watch the show, but doesn't it sound like a good idea? Like $9.99, you can watch three hours of unedited uncensored footage of the reunion like that's just that's just me talking that just sounds delightful but i mean so good what did you guys think about about part one of the reunion what were your thoughts how do you think monica did how do you think the other ladies did um i just want to i want to know everything like it's like one of those things where like you're talking to someone and you're like oh my god did you watch real housewives of salt lake city what did you think about the finale oh my god you watched the reunion Oh my God, did you see that Angie K said that Monica takes her kids' money and buys herself Louis Vuitton bags? Like, it is just wild. Wild, wild, wild. I will, I love every second of it. These ladies are insane. But I'm here for it. I'm excited to see what, what else is going to come. I mean, there's still so much we have to get into. We have to get into, like, the Heather and the Whitney of it. We have to get into Mary's still coming. Um, who knows what the hell she's going to come out of her mouth. Like we just have a lot more to discuss. And to think that we only have it in probably another two hours and 20 minutes is just like, is that enough time to get into it? Like all of it? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, I just, I'm never happy. I always want more, <laughs> but that's, my opinion on Salt Lake. There was just so much to talk about. Like, I don't even think that, like, I covered everything that I wanted to because I'm just, like, my mind is, like, spiraling at, like, 100 miles a minute because I just want to, like, talk about every aspect of it. So, I just... We'll get in, we'll get into it more as the weeks go on when part two releases and part three. And then we'll really get into, get into like, the opinions of everything. So, I feel like after all three parts have aired... I'll be able to form like a better opinion as to if I want Monica to come back because right now I don't see any remorse from her. And I think that's what I'm looking for in order to see that like she has feelings about what she did, but I don't feel that right now. Right now I think she's just trying to like be that girl and uh, which I like, but I don't think that's going to get her back for a second season. So we'll see. Stay tuned for that. 
because now we have to travel over to Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, the 90210. I want to talk about Wednesday night's episode. Um, It's just been so good, guys. Beverly Hills, I've been enjoying it. I have been enjoying everything that went down with like Denise and Erica and Sutton and the girls and like I've like there's just some Garcelle and Dorit. There's so many different things going on in Beverly Hills and like mini like storylines between all of the ladies that like I love it. Like I love it all. So on Wednesday night's episode, the ladies went to Ojai for Anna Marie's birthday. Now, I always associate Ojai, California with that show on ABC, Brothers and Sisters. If you haven't watched it, like, it's like an older show, but it is so freaking good. It's on ABC. It has Sally Field and, like, a bunch of other people um, that you would know from, like, television. And they, it, Ojai was, like, a main, like, place that they would talk about in that show. So I was happy to see that they went to Ohio because I love it's not like a made up place. You know, like on TV shows, they always like make up these places. This is a real place. It's exactly it looks exactly the way that I thought it would. So the ladies go to Ohio for Anna Marie's birthday. Still don't know if that's how you say your name because everyone is saying it differently. Um, but it was such a fun beginning to the episode. They go shopping, um, and they are like just hanging out, walking around this little town. They went to lunch at this vineyard, which was like stunning did you see that charcuterie board like holy shit like i wouldn't have left until all the meat and cheese on there was gone they were having such a good time sitting around playing that game and i loved every second of that and it was just like sutton said like they fight hard but they play harder and she said that like it's moments like that where she like realizes that like she loves these ladies and like that they are actually all friends because they were laughing so hard, having just a good time. And it was refreshing to see after like the fighting that has happened the last couple of episodes. Um, they played this game where Sutton had to like lick Kyle's toes and then she stuck her tongue in Dorit's mouth. And then Kyle and Dorit were like get- showing people what scissoring was. But what sparked a lot of people's like attention and like made their like ears perk up was when Kyle had asked the ladies if they would ever date a woman. And Sutton's response in her confessional was so funny because she was like, that's weird. (laughs) It really was just like, okay, like, why are you bringing that up? Obviously, guys, you know the rumors that are going on with her and Morgan. I still don't know what the fuck to think about that. Like, I have no idea. I I Nor do I really care. But, um... It just, I know, I know, I'm aware of, like, what's being said. So I understand that question and the response that the ladies are giving her. Like, I'm not dumb. But um, I just, I don't know. So Garcelle says that, like, she's thought about it in the past. And then she makes a statement about how it's funny because a couple of years ago, Kyle wouldn't even, like, be in the conversation where they were, like, talking about threesomes or anything like that. And then (laughs) Garcelle says, Oh, there's a country song somewhere written. Like, there's a country song written somewhere about that. Because Kyle says that she would entertain the idea of dating a woman. Um, which is just like, okay, girl. Like, you know the rumors that are out there about, yes, are you trolling us? Like, I don't know. I just, I love Kyle and Mauricio so much. I don't ever want to see that end. But anyway, I digress. Um, they also had a conversation about social media. 
and the men interacting with people on social media. And Kyle had said she's had to have conversations with Mauricio about it, right? So he follows everybody. There's so many girls that don't care that he's married that like hop into his DMs, which is so fucking thirsty. Like, what are you doing, ladies? Don't do that. Like, what do you think he's going to leave her for you when you're going to live some glamorous life with all his money? Like, probably not. She'll just going to take half of it if anything ever comes of it. But who's to say? So she says, like, it's a, and then she says that she's had to have conversations with him about that. Um, Dorit says it's a no no. All of the girls are very much on the same page that it should not be happening. They do not condone it whatsoever. And uh, it was just interesting to hear. Kyle say like, oh, I've had to have talks with Mauricio about this, which almost makes me think like, oh my God, like, did she for a second forget that there were cameras around? But, or did she intentionally say that knowing like what was going on and what was going to be talked about this season? Who's to say? No one, no one will know. There were a couple other moments that were um, sprinkled in in the episode. Garcelle talking with her boys, which was like, I said it before, I'll say it again. I love the moments with Garcelle and her sons. They are so cute, so genuine. They love giving her grief and a hard time. And it is just, it's, I like to watch it. It's enjoyable for, it's enjoyable to watch. Um, a couple other scenes in there with uh, PK and Dorit um, in their therapy session. But we really get towards the end of the episode and Kyle's throwing this celebration of life for her friend. Her friend had passed away due to suicide, unfortunately. Um, so, and it was her best friend since like second or grade. I think she said they were seven years old and uh, she's throwing this celebration of life party for, for her. So her friend's family shows up, the mom, the daughters, all of the girls, Morgan Wade is there because she is performing a song. She, they're feeding each other fruit. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. Dorit and her confessional was like, that's how rumors start. And in my head, I was like, she's not wrong. But so many people were like texting me and asking me like, oh my God, like, did you see the moments between like Dorit and Kyle? And like, what did you think? Or I'm sorry about uh, between Morgan and Kyle. Like, what did you think of it? And I didn't watch it live Wednesday night. I watched it yesterday morning on Peacock. Um, because I didn't have to watch any commercials and that's like amazing. And that's why I love Peacock. Um, but I didn't see it. Like there, to me, it didn't look like there was any sexual tension between them. Like, yeah, she like fed her some fruit, but it was like on a toothpick and she was holding it. So like, why not? I guess maybe I'm just delusional. I have no idea. Maybe I'm just not seeing it because I don't want to see it. You know what I mean? Who's to say, but Someone had asked, oh, um, her friend's mom, her friend that passed away, her mom had asked Kyle if Mauricio was going to be at the party. And she said, no, Mauricio was like away on business. And it's just like a bummer because like, that's something that you should have maybe made a priority knowing that it was Kyle's best friend. You should have put business aside and been at the celebration of life ceremony. Her daughters were there stunning. Can't wait for buying Beverly Hills to come back and see what those girls are up to. Um, I just, I love it. Um, there's a sit down between Crystal Garcelle and Anna Anne Marie, um, where she brings up Sutton's esophagus again. Like this is just getting like, why do you care so much about her esophagus? It's like, she's looking for something 
to like hold on to and like make that her story. And it is then like really hitting with people. She says that she looked in all of her medical books. She went to work. She asked anesthesiologists. She asked EMTs um, about Sutton's condition or like what she has heard about it so far. Like, girl, why do you care so much? Like, who cares about her small esophagus? And we're going to see in an episode or two to come. They're really going to come at her for like this because she's not like, I don't think she's a board certified medical doctor. I think she's a nurse, but like, I don't know. I don't want to like misstep and like, like discredit, discredit like her successes. So I just don't think that like she's in the position to maybe be commenting on it, but also like, can't you just let it go? Like, why are you digging at Sutton? Like, what don't you like about her? That this is what you're holding on to. I do love, however, that while Sutton was talking to Dorit, Garcelle went up there and was like, girl, Anna Marie is coming for you and your small esophagus. And Sutton was like, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, Jesus. And then Dorit says, this is what Garcelle does. Like, she always just comes and drops bombs and walks away. And Dorit, I don't think you're in any position to be talking about anything that Garcelle does after the last fight that you guys had. I think that you just need to zip it when it comes to Miss Bobe. But I can't wait until they get into it next week. Crystal is going to get activated next episode. It's going to be so good. They're coming for Anna Marie and Crystal calls her a bitch. It is just like, it's good. And I cannot wait to see what's going to happen. 9021 uh-oh <laughs> I can't wait it's going to be so good um but that's it on Beverly Hills so stay tuned for what's going to happen and we you know for sure that we're going to talk about it there are a couple things though that I do want to cover with you guys because there have been some like things that have popped up in the news and I just want to touch on them briefly because we haven't gotten to really like talk about a lot that has happened the past couple of weeks. Um, it was dropped in TMZ that Ariana is suing Tom Sandoval. Um, she just wants to get rid of the house already. She wants them to sell the house and just divide their profit and then keep it moving, right? That sounds ideal. Why wouldn't you want to go about it that way and make your money and then you guys don't have to worry about it, each other anymore? That makes the most sense to me. Apparently, Tom doesn't want to do that. Um, What Ariana does not want is she does not want to sell someone else's portion of the home, like like a buyback, like Tom to buy her out of her portion and then him sell the house to a third party. Um, I'm assuming that is so that way, like, not more money is made than what should be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they each get the unequal amount. I just want those two to, like, sell the house and be done with it because... The fact that they are still in the same house where they don't see each other has got to be such like a weight on not only her, but both of them, even though he probably doesn't give two shits because he's crazy. Um, but I feel like they, they'll just be in so much of a better spot once they're finally done with it. Um, the One of the highlights of the last week was when Jennifer Lawrence was on the red carpet of the Golden Globes and Essentially, her entire, every interview was about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> and it's those moments where it's like stars, they're just like us. Because she was just as into it as we all were. Obviously, 
Jennifer Lawrence is a huge Housewives, not only Housewives, but Bravo fan in general. Um, so that was hilarious to see. She was doing the receipts, screenshots, timelines. I've got everything. The perfect formula. Um, which was amazing. And I love that the interviewers knew like to ask her that because it's like, okay, like you're watching it too. So if you're going to bring it up in an interview, you must have seen it. So it was just, I loved it. I love that stuff. It's just like, it's, it's so cool to see that like they're also watching this sh- the same shows that we are. Um, guys, Rachel goes rogue. Her first podcast episode dropped. I listened to it. I, uh, listened to it on 1.5 speed. She went into um, some details about what her version of what actually happened with Graham was. And uh, I feel like there's always three sides to every story. There's going to be her side, Lisa Vanderpump's side, and then the truth about what actually happened. Um, And then she really went into detail about who made the first move between her and Tom Sandoval. I'm not really going to get into it. I will say it wasn't really a bad listen. Um, it was interesting to hear her talk about it. It's her, and then I believe someone from iHeart that is like kind of guiding her along with questions, um, to make sure the episode happens. Will I listen again? I mean, I might like skim through and see if there's any like topics I think that like I'm dying to hear about that we made out of already covered, but I'm at least happy I listened to the first episode. Um, I don't know. We'll see if I listen to any more. If I do, I'll post the highlighted clips of what I actually like on my Instagram, and you guys can check it out there. Um, some news dropped regarding our ladies over in the or- in the OC, our OC ladies. Um, obviously, season eighteen is starting to film. We saw Shannon had posted on her Instagram that she was filming with her family. And then uh, I think Tamara had posted like something as well, like about a teaser about like what to come. Um, There was a page six exclusive article that had dropped on Wednesday that Alexis Bellino uh, received a formal offer to join the cast for season 18 amid her relationship to John Jansen. Now it hasn't been confirmed by Bravo. They're saying she was offered, but she hasn't signed And I want to know what your thoughts are on this. Do you think that Alexis should join the cast? Or do you think that they should really back Shannon on this and like not have her on the show? I will say this. It's been in many, many interviews. Alexis and Shannon do not know each other, but they've both been on the show at separate times. It is just a little messy because Alexis is dating her ex-boyfriend, John. Um, so what are your thoughts? Do you think Alexis should come back? I will tell you this. There was a sentence in the article that really sent me. It said the second coming of Jesus drugs is upon us. And I'm not going to lie. I'm here for it. I know that like, I'm the same way where I like, I want them to bring in like new ladies and get like fresh, like perspective on the shows. But it's also nice too to have like, someone who was on years ago come back and like see what they're up to now like i loved taylor armstrong coming onto the oc um i liked when heather came back even though i thought season 16 with her return was a flop but i liked season 17 um 
don't know. There's just something about it. Like, I just love seeing, like, what they're up to. And Alexis has really done her, like, pretty good with staying, like, kind of in the media with things going on in her life, whether it be, like, her engagement, her breakup. She was on Below Deck. Um, Obviously, now she's with John Jansen. So, I feel like only time will tell. Um, I listened to two T's in a pod and Tamara is friends with Alexis. Emily Simpson is friends with Alexis. Um, and Emily Simpson, my girl, you guys know, I love her. She said that, um, if she had a birthday party, she would invite Alexis. So maybe that's a way into bringing Alexis back into the group. Who's to say, I have no idea, but I I'm here for it. Bring back Jesus drugs. And I also just want to see how messy it gets between her and Shannon. I know it's selfish. I know what I sue me. It's reality TV. I love it. Um, there was also some big drama going on with the Trace Amigas. Apparently, Tamara and Shannon and Vicky are no longer friends. And Vicky and Shannon are doing a tour without Tamara, but Tamara's also going on tour with the Trace or with two T's. Um, they're going back and forth at each other online and like really going at each other's throats. So I haven't really been following what exactly is happening with them, mainly because I only like Tamara and I could care less about Vicky and Shannon. So I'm really only keeping tabs on like what my girl um, Tamara is doing. But if anything comes of that more, I'll be sure to let you guys know. But that's it, guys. I mean, that's the that's the end. That was a that was a lot to cover from the week that we had off. So. I uh, be prepared because there's a lot coming in the next week. We have Southern Charm reunion. We have Southern Hospitality. We still have to get into. We have an episode two of the Salt Lake City reunion. More Miami. We haven't even really gotten into Miami. There's I have thoughts on that, so we got to make sure that we talk about it. Um, Beverly Hills. Um, so much. I'm just like on a high right now from the Southern are from the um, Summer House Season 8 trailer. So I'm going to go watch that about 10 more times. But I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have the best weekend and week ahead. Make sure that if you are enjoying the podcast, you are subscribing, reviewing, rating, all the things. Send your friend the link. Have them come join the party and chit-chat with us. And I love you guys. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Media Products.